Hello and herschel's willkommen zum Alfred Fresser WXW Review Podcast in English. Thanks for joining us for another episode. This time around, we're going to be going through most of the year just gone. I mean, Hamilton, of course, joined as always by Mike Kilby. Mike, how's it going? Just what, two weeks before Christmas? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not too bad. Um, a bit perplexed by that music we just had. I don't know what that <laughs> What was that? <laughs> um, well, it's going to bleed into something we are going to be talking about. Right, the music. Okay, okay, um, okay. I've been a bit handy with my Shazam this past week, and that's not right. a euphemism. Um, actually, hey, we're going to be doing this upside down. Let's get get into it. So what that was, um, so about a week ago, directly now added a bunch of stuff from 2015 to their back catalogue. Right. Um, okay. That was one of the overdub themes. It's not one that I think I'm, I'm familiar with, but okay. Well, there we go. No, they what? use about two or three of them. Um, like, it's all like either Techno Axe or um, is it Mike McLeod, I think it is. No, it's it's okay. often, the, often the same guys, all royalty free stuff. That one, I believe, and I'm no, Mass Pike Road Rage. Um, okay. they, they, they tend to use stuff like for longer entrances where you know, it was going to be obvious it was masking music, but. So yeah, so they've uploaded a bunch of stuff from 2015, uh, characters from last year and Ambition already up, uh, but we've now put pretty much everything bar shotgun, so you've got all your tour stops, obviously your matinee, your marquee events, sorry. Um, so first one, Rice saw this past weekend, Back to Roots 14. Uh, that was the one with uh, Carson Beck beating Big Daddy Walter with the title with uh, Vince Russo's debut. And much you know you've tweeted about, I'm, I'm going to be posting a review yeah. sometime in the next few weeks. Um Axel Dieter Jr. against Drew Gulak. That caught me out of nowhere. That was flipping fantastic. Yeah, that was that was always. Um, uh, I think if if you didn't watch WXW, um, admittedly this is slightly before my time as well. But if if you wasn't watching WXW when Junior was around, um, I find there's a split between people who um, who saw Junior wrestle and know how good he is. Uh, and then there's people who've only ever seen him wrestle in, you know, uh, NXT. Ludwig or, Kaiser or whatever in Monaco gave him, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, when, you know, when I, when I think a lot of people started going regularly, he was either heading out, heading away, or he was, because um, we say at 2016, 17, sort of when people started going, he was gone by um, sort of May of 2017. So. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of the 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 elder the elder statesman of sort of the traveling fans who sort of have to go yeah he's actually really good, um, but there's never really been I think it's been difficult to sort of point towards any particular matches really I feel um, because obviously it's just there's just so much stuff so I, I always sort of used do hot and spicy versus the outsiders from Hamburg that's really really good but then this is this is sort of the uh, this is big single breakthrough. This is going to be my big singles match. We say right, watch him against Drew Gulak, uh, Backstreet's twenty fifteen. So, yeah, it was really, really surprising. Um, and I say, as soon as you sort of said, "Oh, this is quite good," I yeah, it was hundred <laughs> percent exactly what I was looking for. So, I mean, we were getting review on backbodiesdrop dot com probably around Christmas time. Uh, there's a lot going up, and I'm making a bit of a backfill project since I started the so tag league. So, yeah, tag league twenty sixteen. So. As they're going to be adding, I'm going to be going further and further back. I mean, um, other stuff from 2015, you've got the shortcut for top match. Um, just flick through, that's the one with uh, Bad Bones breaking the top rope halfway through, which um, the absolute worst match to lose your top rope in, but they made it work. Uh, the fan weekend uh, we had with uh, John Clear and Carson Beck trading the belt with 
uh, AJ Styles in for the second half of it. Uh, 2015's World Tag Team Tournament Weekend, as before, was either a league or a festival. And you know, we've got matches like of Jeff Jarrett, Mason Ryan, and the last match of uh, Big Rick, formerly Ezekiel Jackson. That's all in 2015 stomp. So yeah. there's a lot in there. Um, what I would say, though, don't be like me, because there's a lot of tour stops. And yeah. they are like single single cam shows. So basically, it's come on a tripod. make tape now, I think. Yeah, really. stuff on a yeah. stuff on a tripod. You know, the tripod does move. It's not like we've just dumped a handy camera phone and buggered off. There is commentary on those, um, yeah. which which is refreshing. I mean, I think it was the first one I watched in uh, uh, Steinheim. It was like for um, CMJ, Tass, Marcus Weiss, and uh, Sebastian Holmichael, just like a rotating cast. You know, not two of them, obviously, referees. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you want on the background, you've got UWXW now. You know, it's there. I mean, a lot of those, all those two, um, all those two shows were cut from the old Vimeo directly now, so you're getting more yeah. content pretty much than you had you know, 12 theory, months ago before they binged off. Yeah, in theory, it should be a lot of stuff that um, you haven't been able to watch for a very long time. So um, Legally. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing from 2015, the first WXW show I ever watched, actually, was... Um, anniversary from 2015 the anniversary final and i think that was that was a great um show there's a hot and spicy versus sorry no there's a yes it's i think it's hot and spicy versus the outside no, not the outsiders zach daddy um that's a really really good match on that card no sorry my apologies i'm completely wrong it's cerberus versus zach daddy so zach and walter versus uh Dreisker and Ilya. Yep. Um, it was hot spice in the end. The shields was the open of that one. Yeah, it might be dry screw and Nero actually. I can't remember exactly, but that was a really, really good match. The Andy uh, Bad Bones match was really good. Um, yeah, it's Austin Dice really... as well. I'm looking for yeah. cars. Yeah, that was another one as well. So yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot of really good stuff on that one. So I think if you're looking for a complete sort of show, that's one I would sort of point towards. Um, that's certainly as one to uh, to have a to have a but I think it's one of these things. Look through the cards, see what grabs your eye, and I think it's probably that's the sort of thing. But I wouldn't say go to watch through every single match because no. there's a lot of shows which wouldn't even make tape these days. I'm looking now that 15th anniversary tour final. Um, I don't think I've seen much of Swiss money holding, but yeah, because it was Ares is um, out of a um, Hall of Fame induction that weekend because yeah. he, he he got his uh, Hall of Fame induction and then he was. Um, uh, then he retired, basically. And him and uh, Mark Rudan against yeah. um, uh, Reich and Schoen. I'm not going to give away the result, but you can probably guess, but I really want to see what the hell that Toblerone driver was. Like, it's just one of the long list of wacky move names, so there'll probably <laughs> be something, you no know, bare bones, but it's caught my eye. But um, So, yeah, that's 2015 on Direct now. Um, there's no other playlists publicly available. Like, you know, we had, like, 2015, 2016 placeholders. Um Directly now, in the past, had you know, a few more complete years of shows. I think it was ad hoc stuff as far back as 2005. You know. Plus, you had like shotguns, your documentaries, uh, compilations for Thumbtack Jack, Chris Hero, Walter. Um, was it the um, was one they did during the pandemic, like the 2005 and uh, top 10 or top 15? Was that one match they had where it was, um, I want to say it was Iceman in the tag, it was like a wild brawl through Essen. So I remember the time them saying, yeah, this, we'd never be able to do this now for obvious reasons. 
like we're boring through a subway station. Like, not, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick because I remember reviewing it. Um, right. But yeah, it was like, it's like it was uh, one of those Andy Jackson uh, studio special things they did, uh, like in the middle of a pandemic. You know, back oh, when we were trying, it's best not, of the, uh, not timeline, is it? Uh, no, just WXW 2005. That was the oh, imaginative okay. title. Um, I'm just trying to find that match now. I mean, obviously, it's not up to watch anymore, at least until they get around to uploading these. Um, where is it? Uh, I do remember they during the pandemic, they did release um, uh, Back to the Roots 2007, which they uh, very excitingly said, don't watch this. Uh, you can re- read the review of that on Eurograps.com. If, there we go. There's a, there's a plug for three years ago. But... <laughs> what, what's that? Um, I'm not going horribly off the trail, but hey-ho. What the hell was that show we saw? Um, and it was just before the pandemic. I think it was like an I, IPW show. IPW uh, Wrestling Welt. Uh, IPW Germany Wrestling Weltmeisterschaft. And it got uh, pulled a... before the weekend was over, from my memory. It got pulled, uh, yeah, because it was it was uh, terrible. Uh, there is a review of that show uh, on again on Eurograps.com. Uh, myself, Arnold Furious, and JP of uh, the Grapple Spotlight fame, uh, we did review that show. So that is also on Eurograps.com. I hope I'm going to get a big spike in numbers. I might start the site up again. It's still there. <laughs> Crap, it's still there. Competition. Um, it's still there. Believe me. I'm reading that, it now. It's about um, a match was a street fight, a tag title match. GTS and Iceman from my old neck of the woods against the high class catch club. Yep. There's a, um, yeah, and I'm just going through, yeah, we went through yeah, the streets of Essen. Um, it's like, yeah, oh God, you yeah, remember I've had a um, uh, Polak and Baron von Hagen in speeding in the car chasing after fellas with a cameraman in tow. Like this is, um, yeah, this is not absolutely anything which we would be able to get away with for the obvious reasons today. Like, you no know, fighting through you know, the Rheinschaplatz uh, subway station, what have you. So, yeah, I'd guess you no, know, I mean that's fairly recent stuff. So I guess we just need to just upload the f- uh, footage. Um, I mean, other stuff that was on the old black now. You know, we talk about obviously shotgun. We're going to harp on about, but obviously stuff like Spielab and Roundtable conversations, classics. Uh, my workout slash your workout for Tim Patch stuff. And was it Power of Three was that, uh, like, the interview format they had, you know, someone talking about Mike Free, their top matches. Well, so, the conversation stuff is uh, definitely worth putting. Uh, they they should definitely put that on, because, you know, there's there's things with, like, um, with a lot of the workers in both English and German, but, you know, there's ones about Adam Cole and things like that, and I think definitely should be... Uh, I mean, they plugged up. the hell out of us during the pandemic era. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, anyway, so... That's um, no, not what we're planning on leading off on, but um, I guess you know we've got we've got a curse. You know, every time we record something, WXW will announce something major the day after. And of course, you no, know, last time I recorded, no spoiler, we did two episodes in one uh, evening thing. Um, and the day we post the the, the second one, um, WXW announced that Absolute Andy's being inducted to the Hall of Fame over sixteen carat weekend. Um, they've out and out said that's going to be the quote-unquote main event on a Saturday night. Um, yep. The, I guess we'll, blurb, I guess one of the said, buy him Karat, Binish feeder to buy. Uh, I'll be back for Karat was Sandy's response when friends were asking him during his illness. Um, main event at Karat shows in 2010, the false count anywhere match with Steve Douglas for belt then. Uh, night two's four-way for title in 2016 against Carson Beck, John Klinger, Jörn Simmons. 
2018, night one against Marius Alani in course for final on night three. Uh, 2019, the title defence against Bobby Guns. And 2020, the tag title win uh, with Jay Skilled over the Pretty Bastards. Uh, we said they're going to be giving him the main event for one final time Saturday, March 9th. And yep. uh, no, well deserves just you no know, wish being under better circumstances. Yeah, I think I think that's the right thing to do. Um, and it's um, it's entirely obviously go go back to our um, sort of our Andy episode um, for maybe further notes on that. But I think um, yeah, it's it's a hundred percent what he deserves, and I think uh, it's it it seems the right thing to do for me. Um, the I think the Hall of Fame, I think the Hall of Fame is something that. Um, I think WCW could make more of, really, um, uh, and it's kind of a shame the kind of the last two have sort of been given the they've they've sort of been given the flowers uh, sort of a bit too late, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be um, a very very emotional um, I think situation. I don't think there's going to be a dry eye dry eye in the whole house on no. Saturday. No. And we'll say no one no big house from one final time, and yeah, it's you know I think. The last uh, Hall of Fame induction they did wasn't that Robbie Brookside about four years ago, just before the world shut down. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, I do apologize. Sorry, yeah, Carsten was 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 around, wasn't he? So yeah, it, yeah, yeah they, because they obviously had the Carsten stuff during his uh, tribute video. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's been four years since we did a Hall of Fame induction. To be honest, that's probably you know, no, circumstances notwithstanding, it was probably better to have a irregular cadence of this kind of stuff rather than. What others do is like every year we have to put twenty people in, then all of a sudden you I end up with you know it being devalued almost. I, I I I do agree with that, but I think they could do a. I I think there is space for them to do it yearly. There's enough people, or at least every other year. I think there's enough people who I think who are would be people who would be deserving of it. Uh, I yeah, it's not. Who, yeah. Uh, the people who are around and who I think definitely could, you know, I I look at people like, um, sorry to, it, it's it's great Andy's going and he would have been going in anyway, but you know I look at people like um, Claudio, I look at people like Chris Hero, um, you know I think they're the sort of people who are very deserving of it. I mean I dare say you could put Walter in, I suppose, um, if he, if they would allow him to take it. I'm not sure if they would. Um, you know, there's 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 lots of people I think who definitely could go in. Um, I think who would who would be wouldn't though nobody would have any sort of complaints with them in going in. Yeah. So that costs an old main event quote unquote night two of carrot. A few more names got announced for carrot weekend. So Gringo Loco, he's been added to the field for the tournament itself. Uh, that means we've got six of sixteen now, and they usually do like a big dump of names over Christmas for like no entrance. I think, obviously, our anniversary show is uh, next Saturday, 23rd of December. To be doing the 10-bell salute, it would not stun me if they did a bunch more names announced there as we, as they want to do. Uh, we've got a couple more names for the Wheel of Wrestling Wildcard Edition show. That's the, um, the Saturday morning show, uh, the Wheel of Wrestling ones. Um, we've got Travis Williams from Canada and Landon Hale Um I'm not going to even guess the state because I know I'm going to get rumbies from the old Southern Graps and Action Wrestling that particular area. Um, so they'll be on that Saturday morning show and I would expect full well they may be on stuff like Inner Circle depending how early they get into yeah. Germany. Uh, perhaps on top of the likes of Rachel Armstrong, uh, Ryan Clancy and Stephen Wolf who were previously announced. So that's starting to round out. Um, 
But then it's the whole thing of you have your matches announced and then we've seen the Wheel of Wrestling formats could get eyeballs on a lot of different names, but you know, if if a um, matchups don't mesh, it can be a bit tough going. But you know, always nice seeing you no know, almost like a palate cleanse of Halloween weekend, I guess. Yeah, I think when you get these people, these are it's always it's always more exciting to see them do the other stuff. You do the inner circles, and you, know, you might get one that got some ambition. Somebody will get on the the interact with somebody a bit different on the uh, sort of the wheel of wrestling on the Sunday. So it's yeah, you have to. Uh, oh no, wheel of wrestling is the Sunday, isn't it? Sorry, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, you, you always have to. Um, you do always have to. Uh, the, the exciting bit is always the uh, the other matches I find. And absolute worst case, you've got a bunch of names for Randall Tag Gondel on night too. So exactly, just, exactly. just stuff Andy's old app. But uh, a couple more announcements: uh, Jordan Oliver and uh, Yoichi, uh, formerly known as Yoshiki Inamura, they've been announced for Back to Roots in January. Um, another note: uh, so Access All Artists, we felt like we spoke not about a month or two ago about them. Um, so they'd announced a short Emden the end of this month. That's been cancelled. Um, refunds given, so no news on a new date or anything like that. Um, as for one which you know, spun off from that you know, really bad, at least publicly, uh, uh, the relationship with WXW, but announced a bunch of names of all shows. So you've got like Bobby Guns, Ian Simmons, Metahan, Michael Knight, you know, Tommy Geesman's going to be doing ring announcing. You had names like Mike Schwartz, Yuval Goldschmidt, uh, Rivality, uh, Joshua Amaru, Pascal Spalt, Aitash Bahar, Tim Strubing, Zeratus, Mila Schmidt. So they announced a full roster, just no matches. Um, it was like a double header of like a, there's an all women's AC DC tribute act or something like that. Ishi, so, DC. Wasn't it? DC? Uh, that was the name I think of either had booked from, yeah. <laughs> something oh, like yeah. that. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's the kind of thing where, um, you know, I had the roster, but. No, the fact no match was announced and had a look on was it moonsault.de earlier and you know, a lot of the feeling was the prices just seemed too damn high, at least you know, not you know, if not for getting them, but just like for a decent seat or decent view. Um so I don't know if they priced themselves too high or whether it's not with the premium product or whatever it was. Um but yeah, this just seems to have you no know, stopped before it's even had a chance to get going. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm hoping it's um, it does sort of come back. Um, I, I hope it does sort of have a second go at it. Um, I think possibly trying to launch in a very small sort of place was a bit of a uh, mistake. Probably worst time of year as well. Yeah, and not in a great time. I say the the, the tip. I don't know if it's the same in in. Um, it was between Christmas and New Year, wasn't it? Uh, it was the 29th and 30th, so it's a Friday, Saturday. It, it makes you wonder like, why that weekend was chosen, because it's it's people have spent their money, haven't they? Yeah. They've already spent their money, and they're you know, potentially spending time with their family. So I don't, you know, if they'd maybe said it was for like the first weekend of January, you know, half a chance they might have done not quite well. But yeah, hopefully they have another crack at it. But I mean, if it is a, if it's another promotion that sort of joins the, the uh, waste pile of German German independent promotions, and that's a shame because it's a, it that was a uh, there was a lot of things to be intrigued and excited about by those. Obviously, the experience the fact was a yeah. know, quote unquote proper touring company, so well, it wasn't just a you know some, you know bunch of lads hire a gym kind of thing. Well, you know, Den, Den, Dennis Burke and Dole being involved in it made it interesting because Dennis um, 
had well Dennis knows how to make wrestling look good um I, there was never the the thing which kind of was a bit frustrating was that they never said oh it's going to be recorded it was always they was always saying live 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 and um I was hoping it was going to appear somewhere but um yeah never I never got the answer I asked them multiple times and never got an answer so yeah we'll see eh? maybe next time eh? yeah we may never speak about them again who knows <laughs> we'll see it's going to 2024 um Another match, so uh, Robert Dreisker retained the WXW Unified World Wrestling title. He took on Aaron Insane uh, at Fightback Wrestling Frankfurt earlier this month. Um, yeah, so that was one they teased on um, Broken Rules. And it be fair if Tom Gen was expecting Insane to win the belt, but in no fact, he, you know, he's been doing a fair bit of travelling, as we'll get on to in a second. Um, but uh, And fine, I guess. So, uh, of course, last year... You know, it's been like a tradition for a while, you know, to do the big end of year academy show. Um, I think it's what four years ago they had one with um God, I was first remember Annal Marriage debut taking on uh, um Robert Dreisker, Avalanche Robert Dreisker in you know, his uh you know, live live debut. Uh since the pandemic course we've been doing like charity shows. This one's no different next uh, Wednesday, December twentieth. Uh so it's gonna be available to stream. It's you not know, basically it's gonna be well, let's believe the GoPro on the entranceway point the ring, so don't expect no, no shiny, flash, flashy graphics unless I'm going to be proven wrong. Uh, but what uh, is asking slash rotation is make a donation to dkms.de. Um, if you check rotation's Twitter page, you know, the link's all there. Um, that's the German Bone Marrow Donor Center. I'm not going to try and pronounce the German uh, full <laughs> name for that. Uh, look, it's it a lovely post. compound word, I'm sure. It, it it absolutely was, and I could not tell where the yeah. word started and uh, bled into the next one. But um, you basically make a donation, send a screenshot of it, or your donor ID, because they basically do like a monthly donation or one-off through PayPal or what have you. Send that to the Direct Blue Germany Twitter account or to the Instagram or Facebook page of the Wrestling Academy, and then come show day, they'll send you a link to that. Like I say, if you're looking for the donation links, uh, go to Rotation's Twitter page, Directly, obviously, retweet a bit further down their timeline, but direct links there. Um, nobody will take no card, will take PayPal as well. So it all goes to a good cause, and you'll get to see a decent show. And I think already they have announced um, a couple of matches for the for that particular show. Uh, we're doing the gimmick where it's the kids drawing the graphics for this again. So, um, it's not like Anil Marek versus Ilya Bloom. So that's actually main card worthy stuff. Based on yeah. storylines, um, yeah. Unfortunately, we haven't put the um, graphics of the main WXW account, so I'm just looking up the academy page, and this is WXW Wrestling Academy on Instagram. So we have um, Ultima uh, Sombra and Baby Allison. So we've got a four-way uh, dance: Fayez yeah. uh, Aguilar, Ricky Eagle, Alex Duke, and Michelle Green. Okay. The Anil Marek Ilya Bloom match we spoke of. Uh, tag team match, Baby Allison and Ultima Sombra against Levaniel and Jane Nero, not related to Julian. And yeah, those were three matches announced so far. And I think it's Wednesday night heat show, so you get like five or six matches, but still, you no know, donation charity you're getting. It's not all you know, trainees. You're getting some you no know, recognized names as well. So well worth the time being next Wednesday, uh, December 20th. I think it was like last year, it's live streamed and it is archived through YouTube. It's a private link, so don't be a dick. Don't share the link. Um, yeah, it's it'll be up there and you know, well worth a watch. 
Yeah, there's not even any Champions League next week, so... What, yeah, no, well, Man United was no Europe at all next week. <laughs> Epic, <laughs> or, any week. or any week. Oh, well, certainly not being in Europe for like 50 years at this point. But um, so anyway, um, moving on, we've got a couple of new faces we go around the globe. So going around our usual international superstar, so Oscar Loiber, he had a few more losses on the World Tag League Tour. Um, only wins he's had has been in singles matches, most recent one, uh, beating Shoma Kato in Karatsu on December 6th. Uh, I think Shoma's one of the newer young lines, so no, pecking on, he is going to win. Uh, Massimo Pesca, I think last time we spoke, he was over in the US for, um, was a Daikaiju Pro. Uh, he stayed in there for a little while longer. He was last on the December 7th edition of Wrestling Open. Uh, losing to Rex Lawless in the opener, so got IWTV, that's on there. Also on IWTV, um, bit of a tidbit, so Ava Everett for Y2Q, she's keeping that name. Um, so live pro wrestling, that is the name of their promotion, it's an absolute bugger to search for, SEO-wise. Uh, they had a show in New Bedford, Massachusetts on December 3rd called the Wailing City Rumble. Uh, she teamed with uh, Ava, um, Aaron Rock and Leon's um, LSG, uh, the Cosmic Cuties was the name, and they used Y2 Cuties theme, so maybe that's the new gimmick yeah. when, when she comes back. Hey, that theme lives on. That's always a thumbs up. Um, yeah. And if you're looking for results, they lost to the trio of Little Mean Kathleen, Teddy Goods, and I shit you not, Spike Dudley. I just read that. I was like, pardon? <laughs> I believe that was his... Um, return. His, well, his first... I don't know if it's full-on return, but... I remember reading on um, one of the you know, aggregated Twitter accounts his first match since 2015. Bloody hell. Wow. Um, I need to and, try and find that. Uh, that is up on IWTV as well at the moment. Um, I haven't seen it, but I did see it go up on the, you know, their Barker channel, so that is up to watch now. Um, over to, in Japan, I'm just going to bunch uh, Tempesta, Leighton, Buzzard, and Dakar together. Because they're uh, currently Project Havoc in Big Japan. They're going to be rolling into DDT's Corken Hall show on New Year's Eve. Uh, they'll be teaming up with uh, Daimonji So, another member of Project Havoc. Taking on the four-man team of Kazuki Hashimoto, Kazumi Kakuta, Kazuma Sumi and Ryuka. Which I don't know any of those names. But you know, the fact they've been invited onto a DDT show, you know, it's another promotion under their belts. And you no know, buzzard heading back to the UK next year. It's uh, you know, a few more reps against names he's probably never going to fought otherwise. And finally, uh, Robert Dreisker. Um, not a name we'd expect to see here, but uh, we had a weekend in the UK last week. Uh, three shows worked for New Wave Wrestling. That's uh, Brendan White School in Wales, uh, beating Jay Joshua on the, the same dragon dragon pro, isn't it? Uh, former dragon pro, yeah. Shut yeah. down, bought, rebranded. Um, on the same card, Mulligan, who had a spell with New Japan store drawing in the year, beat Lawrence Roman. And I need to double check that because I saw that from K Trash. I heard uh, Laurie had flight issues. I don't know if that's. Yeah, he was... yeah. I think he but, got um, that. Yeah. Well, Cage Match has got, has got it down. So, unless it was someone else who owned black and orange and shaved head. <laughs> but. Then the next day, they were in Bristol. Don't have the results, but uh, 
There's the Force with 200 rounds of Ambos working as baby faces, which, um, yeah, get those form fists uh, mass produced because they look to be having the time of their life there. Eh? If they didn't want us to cheer them, they wouldn't have put three good lads in the team. So. Well, true. And you could be, well, what, what was it? And I'm going to get uh, stick with this. Um, oh, was the progress stable? <laughs> You're asking me. <laughs> God, so you can hear clacking. Um, what, the close personal friends? No, no, no. Um, God, this is going to drive me on the bend. Um, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Do not resuscitate, <laughs> that was it. Okay. Uh, had uh, William Meaver, Spike Gervais, and Drew Parker before he went to Japan in it, it. It didn't click, but yeah. So, so you did Protestant and Chaos with uh, Lawrence Roman as baby faces. And then they tried to work with Pro and Southampton this past Sunday, uh, beating Robbie X via DQ uh, because Robbie X decided to whip his ass for steel chair, which wins a win, I guess. But uh, he looked pretty good in that match, mind. Um, if only, uh, no, uh, it was a Gideon Gray and Andy Quilden on commentary, I think it was Gideon, I don't think he got down how to say Dreisker, it was uh, Dresker or Dreisker. Well, I, which... I remember when I watched um, NLW, the battle riot that Dreisker was oh, in, no. they, they called him um, Dresker. So, what are you saying I know for? <laughs> MLW. Yeah, I, I, I remember staying up, staying up late to watch that live. MLW Battle Royale. I mean, back in the day, they were good. These days, it's nothing but a series of press releases. Isn't it? It was, it was good that year. Satoshi and uh, Avalanche and the uh, Battle Royale. Quality. I, I remember seeing bits of that. Not, obviously yeah, not live, but... I, I've, watched the, I've watched the whole match, yeah. Um, Dreisker gets paid off by MJF to uh, sort of... <laughs> uh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, M uh, MJ, he, Joyce comes into the ring, he clears everybody out, and then MJF pays him, and then, like, Joyce just batters everybody and protects MJF. He's the devil. Yeah, there he is. Joyce is the devil? Well, I don't know, maybe. Well, I don't know. See what mood he's in. But anyway, so, um, yeah, that's a quick look around. I know, you know a lot of promotions I was shutting down on Japan, they're going to overdrive over the holidays, so see who's on the list next month, but, um, what we're going to do is have a quick run through the year that was. You know, it's an absolute ton happened this year, so we're not going to go through everything. Um, we'll start in January, so uh, let's open the show with XW now. I launched on YouTube at the start of this year. The plan was to have XW on Vimeo. That hit the fan that meant it was the 22nd anniversary. It was massively delayed. Unless you're willing to pay bills for the stream, which we, oh, we're not going to go there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that meant Vimeo off the window. YouTube came in. I think for me it was a massive win. YouTube yeah. way more reliable, more devices. I'm not having to click plus 10 seconds every sodding time I want to fast forward through something on the TV anymore, which, you know. Yeah. And funnily enough, uh, Vimeo, they've actually I've and Vimeo's actually deprecated their smart TV app uh, this year. Is it? So if you wanted to, You'd have to you know cast on your phone, which is you know, infinitely more um, user friendly. But yeah, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Vimeo, I guess. But um, yeah, in in the ring, we had a Levaniel Cross champion uh, retain against Tristan Archer. Uh, Jern Simmons vanquished a Heisenberg in a sanctioned match at uh, Dead End. And Vals Fawn never had. Um, I don't think they gave the guy's name, but it was like it was a non-direct W referee. 
Like they did, you know, turn the screens off. There was the whole, you know, had the dead end banners of which, you know, bothered me, but hey ho. You know, they did, they did more than to say, yeah, this isn't sanctioned by WXW. We had a non WXWF. You know, they basically made as bare bones they could. It was a good presentation of it. Yeah, it was very clever. And I watched an unsanctioned match in another promotion this year. I couldn't tell you what it was, but um, it was somewhere in America. Uh, and they, um, it, was, it was that, it was that rememberable. Uh, but they didn't do that, and I was like, ah, come on, that's, it's an easy win. That yeah, we signed a contract to have an unsanctioned match with sanctioned by promotion. So yeah. that, that tends to be the way. I would just say it's unsanctioned. It will get found it. Uh, elsewhere in Hamburg, Metahan ended Bobby Gunn's long unbeaten run, um, which took uh, it was the coward qualify, wasn't it? So that took him away from yeah. coward this year. Uh, back to the roots, we had uh, the French Tours and Peach Tahani beat Amboss and the Kafig Schlacht. Uh, I think that match probably more memorable for Robert Dreisker breaking his face very early on. Um, elsewhere, back to the roots, uh, Lawrence Roman beat Mag for the shotgun title, and that then set up the Mag to Hua feud for the next few months. Uh, we head into February, Lavaniel's uh, you know, royal screw job. As Norman Harris told him, he had to qualify for 16 carat gold, then win it because he was going to put the title up in 16 carat this year. Lavaniel didn't even make the tournament. He was screwed up in the tournament finals. So, yeah, 16 carat gold this year was for the belt, as we'll get on to. Um, and, of course, February had the first pairing up of Ava Everett and Jacob Crane. They'd be a lot more visible as the year goes on. Uh, March, of course, 16 karat gold, uh, won by Shikahiro Irie, so new champion, of course. Uh, in the, sem- the rest of the team, we had Peter Tahani losing to Axel Tish in the semis, which led to a best of five seeds, but took up most of the rest of the year for one reason or another. Uh, I was a hungry, and Baby Alson won the title as well over Cowd Weekend. Um, of course, that's the French toss losing with tag belts, which began a slow descent to madness for Senza Volto. Uh, we also had a debut a late replacement by Mike DiVecchio. It was in as an injury replacement for Jern Simmons, and pretty much saved still the weekend and a lot of hearts for that, uh, you know, in the space of what, 48 hours? Yeah, it was a great sort of debut. I mean, I'd seen him, I'd seen him quite a bit beforehand, but I kind of, and I was like, he's cool, but I wasn't sure how well he would sort of, sort of transfer to, um, sort of the big stage effectively, but yeah, he sort of took the ball and run with it really, didn't he? Or elsewhere in Coward Weekend, uh, Fuminori Abe won ambition beating out Thomas Shire in the final. Uh, we had Patrick Borg beating Icarus in the debut. Ah, they we started the GMC WXW stuff, which I don't want to say it's no gone cold because you know, they can heat this up in a heartbeat if they want to, but if it's um, it was start of a, of a, you know, what could be a very promising relationship, shall we say. Uh, we had the final WXW Noun Friends Showcase. Uh, at least it's, it's not the docket for 2024, so I'm saying for now at least. Uh, main event night two's I think crew. Got yeah, <laughs> very few people at uh, top eight. If MySpace is still a thing, is it still a thing these, these days? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, it is. It's probably just like a haven for sp- for uh, for dodgy pops, I'd guess. Um, yeah, Cree versus Job Bobby Guns beat Norman Harris in the night two main event of Carrot. Um, I guess probably a mixed reception of that. Like, I remember live was the most wild match I've ever seen live, just in terms of run-ins, yeah, I, I the sheer loved, amount of stuff I loved, going on. I loved it, but I like the... the I, listen, I love Andy Quilden's shit main events at the York Hall. So Even the boxing I loved, ones. 
Oh, I love them all. <laughs> I love I, I love Vader Osprey. I loved Star Osprey. I love I love all of them terrible main events, and this was everything part of that. Uh, so I love I love Carnage and something's going crazy. So uh, we all from Bush this year. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, yeah, so uh, I actually I was looking through my <laughs> my my spreadsheet of match ratings this year, and I, I've somehow made this one of my joint third best match of the year. <laughs> Which I think may need some revisiting. I don't know, but um, yeah, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's not every match you get to see. It's not for everybody. A... It's not for everybody. What's once? What's once? Probably said, yeah, they threatened to carve out his intestines with uh, bolt cuts with... or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Well, he he had he had the append. Didn't he have an appendix? Uh, appendicitis, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they was. Aiming... Yeah, yeah. He didn't make half. That's how Mike D came in. Um, Elsewhere in March, uh, who knocked out Maggot in the first round of Carrot. Uh, they had a street fight rematch at the end of March in Frankfurt. And that would end up being Who's final direct rematch. Uh, not too long after 16 Carrot Gold Revenge, he announced he was done with wrestling. Uh, he had a few matches, I think, with GWF. He finished up. And yeah, Prince Who was pretty much done with wrestling now, which uh, you know, caught a lot of people off guard. And I think may have led to you know, Who's um, next year must have been a little bit rocky. Yeah, I think, uh, and I, they did very much say this isn't a storyline thing. He's very much he's got some personal things he needs to deal with. Which, yeah, fair enough. Um, I do, as far as I understand, he's actually running a a food truck, van. a food truck in yeah in the in in Frankfurt apparently because I know somebody who went to it. Uh, so, so um, yeah, I don't I I don't know how I think I saw a picture of it. So yeah, but um, you know, fair I know place, he... There's one of the old, because on the website Instagram, notes like this, I forget the name, it's like Bergervan, um, this Puno timeline. It's like, you know, Sobe Counts followed by a real you know, bunch of old books for you guys. Like, he's just rebranded an old account, but I couldn't figure out what it was, whether it's a pretty bastard's account or whether it's some other one, because yeah. he still has his own account. Obviously, Maggot's got his own. It's like, it's just really weird, like, retired from wrestling all of a sudden. You get like you know we're open today, well we're sold out, you no know, another happy customer, that kind of stuff. But I mean, if if he's happy, I mean, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do. You know, rest, yeah. you know, wrestling ain't for everyone. That's not a you know in terms of you know being able to, you know, life you know dictates what you can and can't do. Unfortunately, if circumstances prevail, yeah, yeah. that's where you've got to be. Um, so yes, yeah, so if I was a uh, you know like say sudden retirement. Um, moving on to April, more change of plans. Uh, Axel Tischer fractured his collarbone, uh, working for Progress. I want to say it was a, a, a wrestling convention show in Manchester, I think. Um, basically, he was out for a few months. meant the best of five series he had with uh, Peter Tahani was on ice. Uh, Tischer had just gone 2-0 up in the series, so you know, it just meant for another pair of things they were aiming to do at um, Shortcut. this late Tag Festival weekend. Um, Ava Everett won the women's title for a second time, uh, beating baby Allison in Dresden. Uh, heading to May, um, injuries ahoy meant not had changed the card. Meant that uh, Peter Tahani had a title match against uh, Shikiu Iriye. Of course, Shiki won. I was hungry defending against uh, Bobby Guns and Michael Knight became Icarus and Roman against the only friends, of course, non title. Uh, more changes, uh, fan, fan appreciation, fan appreciation night was meant to be in Gelsenkirchen in nothing what we called the uh, Mark Toll on steroids, or the mini Mark Toll, sorry. Um, 
and been moved to Oberhausen because the um, uh, five park. Uh, I'm completely blank on yeah. I'm blank on the name. The training uh, school in Gelsenkirchen. Uh, GMC needs the base for space to have a ring there. Uh, so they, they moved the show to Oberhausen for Turbine Hall. What it did mean, though, we got the uh, Promised Academy show from June COVID. Actually, got that. Um, so take them a long way around, but at least the Academy guys got their another big show. And I think that got streamed on YouTube in two parts back when we were doing the uh, uh, Metal Market on Monday stream. So that's up on Dubuxview's uh, YouTube. Dubuxview um, going to Parpenberg. They did. So obviously, because Carrot uh, Norman House no longer sporting director. And I'm gonna just gonna merge these into one because I remember we spent months bleating yeah. about this. The Norman Harris against Lebanon stuff, <laughs> like that felt like went on forever. And nobody did a load of spin-offs, like you know, oh Norman Harris gave Metahan a title shot before he was sacked, um, despite the fact that Metahan was nowhere near the title picture for you know, beforehand. Um, you know, had Lawrence Woman loop beating Iria and Parpenberg. So we ended up with Fan originally being advertised as uh, Iwie against Mike Loku, debuting in a title match. Meant that we were getting a four-way with Metahan and Norman. Iwie pinned Roman and also meant was for naught, but hey-ho. Uh, elsewhere in Fan, had uh, Norman House beating Yearn in a Fan's Our Lumberjacks match, which I think was fine, but everyone was waiting for the fans to actually whip Norman House and just pretty much silence um, after then. Or before then, I should say, then Dubuxley uh, returned to London first time in four years. They took the Saturday night spot over the Super Strong Style weekend. Main event's a cracking match. Shikahu Iwie uh, beating Luke Jacobs to retain the title. Uh, you wouldn't remember too much of that day, but I think you were elsewhere, at least first half of the show, well, celebrating. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, Luton versus Coventry at Wembley Stadium. Uh, and then I, I saw the second half, so I saw... Yeah, you, uh, you got in just at the interval. Like, literally, they went yeah. to break and you came through a front door. Good timing. Uh, I saw Charlie Evans versus Morgan. The, who was it? Charlie Morgan. Sorry, Charlie Charlie Morgan versus the one who got signed by Impact. Uh, uh, Harley Hudson. Harley Hudson. Uh, I saw uh, Ambos. No, I saw Lawrence Raymond versus uh, the some guy from America. Gary J. Gary J. <laughs> It was only two of the UK in the Dubai Studio films like the, oh, I'm free, well, we'll, we'll take you. It was just, yeah, utter randomness. Yeah, and then I saw the main event, which was very good. And also, uh, Tihani um, uh, Oku was class as well. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe, ruin's not the right word, but um, I remember, because I was sitting in front row for the start of the show and I ended up standing second half. There was one guy named me, was very much a progress loyalist and spent yeah, he was all match. That someone that someone from Rev Pro was working pro, uh, in in a progress ring. Yeah, should correct, we mate. should we tell him that Mike Locke who debuted in that building for progress? Uh, them people ain't worth uh, reasoning with. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I remember being nervous to point on where he was going to go with that kind of bile, but thankfully didn't go in. Not anything more problematic, shall we say? Um, end of May, uh, Dennis Birkendahl, we touched on how he left uh, Direct Salute fan. Uh, Guessman was one of those, like, wasn't even like a hint of anything, like publicly. And then day of the show, with a statement being posted, you know, days my last day after nine and a half years. 
Um, it caught a lot of people by surprise inside and not obviously us as fans. Um, so yeah, and obviously we spoke earlier about the whole Access All Artists stuff. Uh, that name will come up again shortly. Uh, moving to June, uh, Amboss uh, won, lost for tag titles to Only Friends at Driver Champions. Uh, but Robert Dreisker won the Unified World Wrestling title, beating Shikahu Iwie, uh in just under two minutes in an impromptu match. Uh, Dover then be booted out from Boss in relation for, in retaliation, sorry for losing the tag titles. And this feud still keeps going. Norman House beat Levaniel in a strap match. It now it finally ended in July, in Frankfurt. Jern and Levaniel winning an I quit match over Metahan Norman Harris and. Thank God for that, because I was no, I would have been happy to send it in at Carrot, but we got another few months out of it. Well, um, I remember us getting to, like, February, and we said, well, they've got to finish it soon, surely. <laughs> yeah, how soon is now, as the song went. Turned off four more months, but... Um, yes, we had Maggot and Baby Allison, they were feuding. Maggot getting the win, he was doing a whole, oh, I'm in a funk since I lost the shotgun title, and that kind of played up to Shotgun for top. Um, Mike Logue, who made a singles debut, beat Nigel Blanc in Frankfurt. That was a low-key really cracker of a match. Really good. Really good, that was. And we spoke from earlier. MLW, uh, they had Ava Everett over there. Uh, she lost the women's title to Delmi Exo, so Delmi became a double champion for MLW and she did, she did do a bit of a tour with the women's title, didn't she? So she fought in lots of places with it. Yeah, it, it wasn't like she went back to American it, loss. She, she did. She defended against Killer Kelly, didn't she? And I'm desperately trying to pull up now on Cage Match where... Because it was like the um, Lafayette TV promotion. So looking yeah. now... So you're looking at... You know, after she went back at the end of April, um, Elle Valentine for Let's Wrestle, Little Me and Kathleen for that live pro wrestling, uh, Killer Kelly for Limitless, and I think that's up on WXW now. I think um, it is, yeah. um, Becca for Pro Wrestling Grind... Um, Alicia Edwards for Pro Wrestling Live Again. Um, a couple more for Live Against Alicia Edwards in two separate shows. Um, another Portuguese wrestler called Ariel, not Killer Kelly, so yeah, that, that was a bit of a theme. Um, for a company called Fight Life, and that's on what's now Triller. There's a really horrible uh, redesign, uh, rename, but you do you. And another one on Live Against uh, Becca. So yeah, a few names, but you no. Know, like no extra exposure, I guess, but um, they've yeah, lost to uh, Exo in July for MLW in August. The XW went on uh, iPay per view, I guess that's still the name you use now. I don't know, IPLE just sounds like a, a countdown conundrum of sorts, but they streamed a uh, shock at the top through the GMC website. Uh, stream held it pretty well, but um, the fact that nothing's been said since, you know, maybe says it all, maybe. Um, Maggot won shortcut for top, uh, even though he injured his shoulder during the match. Um, Tish returned from injury and lost to Peter Tahani, so that best of five went to 2 1. Oku beat it, Christopher Van Opener, and the, um, I guess the Royal Rumble title defense was Anil Marek losing to Robert Dreisker, and that was Anil's last match before he uh, disappeared for a bit. Uh, we also had the return of Sebastian Hackel. Uh, he was in the shortcut for top, and his name's going to pop up again. Um, we said Access All Arts will come back up soon, so they ran a show to XW in Bremen in August as a one of those Wheel of Wrestling shows, and I think probably notable for that goddamn sound system. I think 
Um, so Norman House the sound just gave out a moment from a hectare of a theme. His music just kept going all over the place. Um, like the venue, you know, visually looked good. The sound system has just been drizzling shits. You know, that's just the way, you know, the way it just came. You know, it wasn't like bad dubbing was just... You know, I don't know how this happens. You know, did it sound like you know, CD play was skipping? Which was quite the feat to go through. Yeah, but, it was um, a, bit of a bit of a mess, wasn't it? Yeah. We had uh, Mike Loku doing a time drop, Lawrence Roman for shotgun belt, and he hot-fussed onto playing for um, was the Pro anniversary show the next day. Ava uh, Everett regaining women's title from Delmi Exo, she became the first and maybe only three-time women's champion. Uh, Peach Tahani beat Axel Tischer in Hamburg the next night to level the series up. Uh, Rotten Flot beat Metahan and Rambo to qualify for Tiger Festival. Then we go to September, directly back in England, they went up to Newcastle for a joint show of North Wrestling. Um, main event was Peter Tahani and Leon Slater, another crack of a match. Blast, yeah. Well, I would say only on directly now, and I think you know, we're in December now, not on the network, not on Fight slash Triller. I'd assume it's the right must thing. Be, must be because of North, yeah. But um, yes, I mean that's uh, you know, well worth going off way if only for the main event. Then we had Tag Festival weekend, and just a couple of like bullet points I'd scribble down. The whole thing about you know, what the hell they doing, the format not being nailed down till late on. Ended up being a twelve man tournament with uh, Cash and Hector winning the titles. Uh, Amboss beat um, Only Friends Night Two, which led to Michael Knight's farewell, or was it because we didn't show? Farewell on the VOD. Uh, night one's main event was Dover's farewell to the XW. He lost to Icarus in a bloody, was it the final arrow match? Yeah. Where we had uh, skewers and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Icarus may still be bleeding from that. Remember, he was uh, opening up so so easily. They, they did do another uh, in HCW, Hungarian. I'm yet to watch it because I'm waiting for Christmas, but the. Um... In Hungarian Championship Wrestling, they did do basically another one of that matches, and it was equally as bloody. So, <laughs> oh, good, you about to be something to watch with Turkey on uh, Boxing that's, Day. That's something, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saving for uh, the Christmas weekend. So, and that's on the HCW YouTube page, yeah. It's HCW, but you do have to pay for it. It's on. They've got a like the WXW. Thing. Fair enough. Uh, Fembertal was won by Nicole Matthews, but she was unsuccessful beating Ava Everett. Uh, we have a debut of High Performer Limited with uh, Robin Christopher uh His manager, Anil Marek, came back at Wheel of Wrestling 50 as the first member of the group. Uh, Forwerk had been working the Academy slash Fight Forever tapings, usually managing like the imports of the month. I think the main one I remember was um, post-game on the Summer CZW show, uh, the one they did in the Academy where people were, not, I'm saying collapsing, but it was not, not really hot there from people who were there. Speaking to people who were live, um, yeah, they've obviously added you know Tristan Arch and Joseph Fennick Jr. to that group. Uh, elsewhere in October, Ilya Bloom won a shotgun belt, beating Lawrence Roman and Bielefeld. And then, hey, Access All Art is back up here again. That whole relation came to a sudden end. Um, we went through this um, show a couple of episodes back, but basically, uh, we had a non uh taped show in Magdeburg. Triple A said it was the last show they were doing with Fred to lose the service provider. It was a load of back and, and forth. They didn't them. <laughs> yeah. Well, based on the Lucha version events, I know Triple A was saying we told you, but no time. No, we're not going to litigate. Yeah. We went through this movie episode, but timelines didn't seem to add up. It ended up, of course, with uh, Access All Artists doing the uh, the rock and wrestling show, um, and then that's being cancelled. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was um, a whole lot of nothing. Um, 
November, Maggot uh, cashed his uh, shortcut for top title win, a uh, shot, losing to Robert Dreisker in Frankfurt. Uh, Mikkelsen and Lawrence Woman won the tag titles in a ladder match at uh, Broken Rules there, beating uh, Cash and Hector and Fast Time Mood and Pete Tahani, the uh, former GDRF tag title holders there. Um, elsewhere, we had Masha Slamovich winning the women's title from Ava Everett in the last women's standing match. Then we had the challenge to Robert Dreisker for a unification match at uh, Anniversary in about 10 days' time as we were recording. And of course, you know, we you know, did the episode a couple of weeks back, the sad news of Absolute Andy passing, uh, which brought November to a yeah, very sad end. And of course, December, 10 days after my anniversary show. So we can't predict that, but we, what we can do is go back through some of our predictions from last year, yeah. all this year. So I went back and listened and so I predicted I this NXT. Is, this is a worthy, uh, worthy thing to do, I think. Yeah, see how off base we are. I think you were probably a lot closer to target than I was. Um, On I mean, I had, well, I mean, I had a, you know, a, in hindsight, a shoe in. I said for the next year, you wouldn't launch this year. And hey, the same bloody logistic talking points I've had for last year. Where's it going to be based? Well, no one's had any answer. And okay, WWE's got a lot more money now, but I would dare say this may be the same situation in 12 months' time. Um, you'd picked out three names to get booked by WXW this year. Um, yeah. Ricky Knight Jr., who, you know, give like he half mark to. He was booked he to was tag booked. with Zack Knight at Chalk at the Top, but pulled out a week off. So we... It was just it was just night things which stopped him. Hey, men have got velocities against Orny Friends, which is a decent tag yeah. match. Um, Leon Slater, who worked for GCW over Tag Festival weekend, but... Uh, that directly debut uh, ain't until dead end. He so did north. He did north. He did north as well. So another half. Yeah, I think that's a half fight. Uh, but you did get Mike Lowe, who bang on. Yeah. So two out of three ain't bad. He has actually made the splash. I think he's very. Uh, you know, he's he's popular already. So. Um, uh, so he had fans we've... in Frankfurt that first weekend. Yeah, I know. Exactly, I noticed. Exactly. I'm not just not just Thomas so... Middle Finger guy either. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I think I'm right there. Um, so you also picked a couple of names, you know, in and around the scene to have good years, and this is kind of where, um, yeah, <laughs> hit rates a bit off. Uh, Eva Klasky, she only had four matches this year. Uh, Gullius Tuner only had three matches, all of them at East uh, Ostdeutschland uh, Swing in October, and Ben Stolf BT, he only worked for Showcase Show and Over Traveling. Can't win them all, I guess. No, well, no, sure. Gullias worked um, Carrot Weekend. Uh, oh, he did the Passion Pro tag, yeah. So, and he also he had a really good match with Luke Jacobs. Hey, come on! I was talking think... for Gullias Brothers tag team. Yep, you're right. Yeah, the yeah. uh, Wheel of Wrestling. Um... Yeah, well, that's Carrot Weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, but it maybe yeah. wasn't the weekend. It wasn't the year. I maybe hoped he would have, but no. The only reason I'm forgetting, I mean, responsibly show. I now know I, I was down with COVID that show, and I was the whole show I was just coughing the whole time, just blanked out for large spells. So yeah, so technically five six matches. So yeah, no, not quite sure. I think the um, Saxony swing. You know, I think we said you know he had a really good match with VVA, but it was one of those where he needs to have a lot more reps in that yeah. role. So kind of you no. Know, Growing into your paws, that kind of uh, wonky analogy of Jim Ross. Um, other things he picked up, uh, I think he earned to have a good year if he has a lot of dates. 
unfortunately you know, punctuated by injuries and always been bloody involved with Norman Harris. Yeah. Um, that you know, kind of cursed. Bobby Guns, yeah. I mean, we had only friends most of the year, but you know, because the back end of the year, things were, I don't say the old Bobby like it wasn't, not like it was a different work, but definitely going back to him being a single sky now. Yeah, as I say, I think uh, I, the, the quote I think you've written down here is he's a worker's worker that everybody wants to face. Um, I think we probably didn't get quite as much of that as maybe we would have liked, but obviously he had some, he had, um, you know, a decent uh, run, against, he had a decent match against Yotosuji, I thought, in January, um, before obviously he went full time New Japan. There was a really great, um, there was a really great um, match against Tisha at we love wrestling in Bielefeld. That was really like a really unexpected good one. Thought the Irie match in Hamburg was pretty damn good. Um, and obviously, there's the wild, the wild Hoss fight. I think the you know the wild, wild, wild bull fight of um, of Carrot Knight too. So yep. yeah, and also he had some. I think the one against Kevin Lloyd. I quite liked that in um, no, the one against Thomas Shire in the semi. Yeah, the the ambition semi final. Yeah. I thought that was fun as well. So, and then the uh, Tempest farewell match in June was on uh, Fight Forever, which yeah, not that many singles matches, but I think you no, know, there's not been any stinkers. So, and again, Bobby Guns, you know, I think that would probably more newsworthy if, if if it were stinkers. But um, a couple of predictions I had, well, the only prediction I I note down, I wouldn't be surprised if Market had the unified title by the end of the year. So close. You weren't far off. You weren't far off. You, however. I think he'll get Dreiskus champion this year. Yeah. Yep. So, yep, decent spread. Um, go for some uh, predictions later, but in terms of match of the year, so I'd look at my sheet. Um, I had six matches all tied, like in like four and a quarter stars, which, you know, pretty decent by any you no know, uh, stretch of imagination, given numbers we don't exactly run weekly. Um, Party catch Cowboys of Trey Miguel, Ares, and Arbe against uh, Igor Blanc, Sons of Ultron, Commander. Uh, Luke Jacobs and Iwie from London. Igor Blanc, Oku from Frankfurt. Uh, the uh, final hour match from Tagfest. Uh, the other party catch match uh, from Tagfest, so Gringo Loco, Ares, and Latigo against Igor, Senza, and Mike D. And the final uh, Axel Tischer, Tihani match. I think any of all six, you know, you're having an absolute great time. But I think for me, um, I, you know, I'd be tempted to you know, do Icarus and Dover just because of the spectacle of it. But again, you no, know, yeah. six, you know, six matches, you no, know, very different styles across all of them. Um, you no, know, there's a mixtape for you. Um, I've you got, I've got Harris and Guns uh, from Carrot as well. Um, I've got the final of Tagfest. I thought that the Renegades, Amboss, and Hector and Delnig. Uh, I have astronauts versus second geared crew from Tagfest. Um, Icarus Dover, obviously you've mentioned, uh, and uh, the other one I have I throw out as well is uh, Commander and Ahura from Carrot. I thought oh was yeah, most um, the second on match, yeah. Yep, and also I have Kisha um, versus Slamovich from a quarterfinal as well. So that's the, they're the ones I would sort of throw in as a side. Also, I do. I'd, I would also go for um, a bit of a more of a left field astronauts versus um, 
Ilya Bloom and Tihani. Oh, from Inner Circle, Circle, yes. Yeah, yes. I would go for that. Uh, that would also be one I'd go for. Uh, Adam Priest versus Arbe from Inner Circle I thought was very good as well. And also, uh, I did mention Gullias versus Jacobs. Um, I think that was a bit of a low... Low, it was a bit of a forgettable banger because you don't even remember it happening. So, well, to be fair, yeah. I was uh, spent half a show, you know, trying not to cough yeah. my guts up. But so, basically, what we're saying is for festival weekends, I'm safe bets. Yeah, I think there was more uh, last year, there was a lot more spread over the year. But I think in 2023, I think it was very heavily based around the festival. Yeah, yeah. so a couple of uh, like short awards, I guess, newcomer of the year. I guess we could have to say Mike DiVecchio's for runaway oh, choice yeah. because really, no, I look for the cards and there's very few new names like you know, Alex Duke, he's only just started getting on the main cards. Michael Oku, but again, he's only done a handful. Uh, Patrick Bork. And then, no, for me, it's like looking really uh, only Patrick, four names. Patrick Bork had an incredible debut. I'm sorry, I also I also had uh, the Patrick Bork Icarus on my uh, highly rated um, area. But, um, Sorry, the um, I think Patrick Bork had an excellent debut. I think, as we know, but he's he is actually making a decent go at just doing the wrestling thing. Um, so I think he's possibly one. I think maybe in a year's time we maybe reassess. I think, but yeah, um, he's yeah he. I would. I think yeah, it's, it has to be Mike D. I think for me, um, I don't really think there's anybody else who's really got anywhere near that really. And I guess in terms of wrestling, I mean. The four names I'd pulled out, uh, Axman, Dreisker, Ava, and Peach Tahani. Um, I would almost say Axman because for sheer fact, you know, before the injury, you know, before we were calling um, Hector the glue of the you know, back in the mid you know, the mid cards, I think Axman was had a run of shows where he was saving those things. Not in terms of, oh, they were shit, but like, you, you know, there's a spell of those wheel of wrestlers where we were, say, we were saying, he's got a match on it. Watch that. That's pretty much all you need to see. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, um, I think I think carrot this year. Um, carrot this year was when a lot of people sort of tuned back into WXW. I feel um, yeah. like a lot of people sort of went, "Ah, oh, carrots this weekend. We'll we'll chuck this on." And uh, pretty much everybody I know who did that went, "Holy shit, Axeman's class!" Like, <laughs> I mean, this, this this guy was not around three years ago, um, and he he's the. I, I, there's, you know, there's other publications. So I was about to spoil something. There's other publications where I think he's going to be quite highly rated. Um, uh, obviously, I think he he definitely deserves every flower he's getting this year. Um, he's the best wrestler in in Europe by far, and he he I think he's almost being wasted on Europe. Really, to be completely honest, he should be in Japan or or somewhere in America at this point. I mean. We got you know, at the top of the show. We we're going on about the 2015 drop, and there was one match I was watching. It was one of the um, two shows. Um, actually, let me pull this up because I think it was uh, Mike Schwartz was the opponent, and like I was sitting there thinking, Jesus Christ, this is not the Axeman of t- of 2023. I don't understand how that Axeman got signed. <sighs> I mean, so the spot was. Well, once... I, don't, I don't mean this in a dis- disrespectful way. I just I I never understood it. And, I think and, it was an example of polishing of you know, the quote-unquote finishing school work because yeah. there's, a, there's, a spot, there's a spot that I saw which literally had me throw my hands up in the end and just walk off the room. So, you know the spot, you know, Tass always breaks up these days where you do the, the abdominal stretch and you grab the rope and pull. And he kicks you know, it. And wrestling rest, rest, logic is you pull the rope and that you know, makes the hold even more painful. 
So he did the hold to Schwartz, uh, but was so close to the corner, he couldn't really stretch out to grab the rope. So he just put his arm around the top rope. I think if he had a grip, it would be like the loose of grips, and then like jerked around like it was doing the same thing. It's like, I appreciate this is in a, you know, a small town crowd of maybe thinks 100 people on that show. For the love of God, if you're there and you've asked what you want to do, you know, shuffle so you can do that because you know, if it's on camera, it was being, you know, taped, it's being released somewhere. But hey, you know, those are the kind of shows you need to you know how to do to make those mistakes so that you don't do, you do them in front of 80 people, not in front of 800. Yeah, yeah, I, I say, I think um, he he's not someone I think particularly, he wasn't hugely impressive prior to I think signing when he was in WWE he was mired around faction warfare and you know there's only so much you can do in the WWE system anyway he come out of the WWE system didn't look too great he never really set the world alight but it's just it's the last last 15 I think towards the end of last year he was sort of going oh, okay you know um but then Everything this year yeah this year absolutely brilliant it's absolutely like, so everyone with um a weekend they did with Smash, and you know because yeah. of like so we now you know their their outage, people didn't see it till this year. There was those matches with Smash Wrestling. Um, there's an absolute I hate this word because Americans have absolutely bastardized yeah. this. An absolute bang of a match in Canada, which because it's you no know, it got released like late January or you know and by then everyone was just like no I've closed the book on 2022. You've got to you know Hunter down as an absolute you no. Know, Classic of a match which needs more eyeballs, but but yeah, I think Axeman definitely directs the US year and I'd say I hope almost... he does WrestleMania weekend. I hope he does WrestleMania weekend because yeah. I, w- I want him to get on them GCW cards, get on those, um, get on Bloodsport, you know, get him, get him in with, get him in with, you know, those sort of people. And I think that'll be absolutely superb. He needs to be around there, get the he's, eyeballs he's... on. He's 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 the best wrestler we have in not not just in Britain or Europe. In Europe. he's he's the best wrestler we have in the in, in the continent in Europe. In, yeah. in Europe, yeah, by far. Um, I would go over quick thoughts for Carrot and Tagley. You know, we did whole episodes on those. One thing I did notice was a bit weird. Ilya winning um, Carrot never gave a title shot to Levaniel, who'd been screwed. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Not even like how to charge you anything like that. Just for. And like, no, I know. Very Didn't he have a bit of an injury though, Levaniel? I thought he more had an than li- more than likely. I mean, yeah. the whole, and I think the whole thing of Levaniel's champion they were painted into a corner, you know, doing the big uh, anniversary, you know, celebration thing last year. Um, yeah, I mean, it. I don't want to say it was a bust, but I also yeah, don't think it was probably off that plan. That should have happened. That match, I do admit. I think you're right there. Anyway, uh, wishes and predictions for next year. So. For me, really want to see them continue to partner with the promotion. So we had obviously GCW, Body Slam, North Progress this year. Not so keen on how GCW almost overwhelmed them on their own uh, festival weekend, but you know, there's you no know, GCW's debut. I don't know if that would happen a second time. I thought, I thought, I think GCW will be back at Tag Fest next year, uh, and it was a welcome change of pace. I thought, yeah. actually, it was. Um... Even if you didn't do those um, like overnight shows, it's a I, I different vibe in the room. I did enjoy them. I have to admit, I did very much enjoy them. Um, 
it, it was a welcome change of pace. I think that's what I would say. Um, I think if they keep doing it every year, I think it might start get to a bit, start to get a little bit tiresome. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was it, they were very good shows. Um, I would love something similar to happen uh, again. Really, I think it was. I would have no problem if if the Autumn Festival they always have GCW. That wouldn't yeah. bother, wouldn't bother me. I mean, we do decent. We do seem to be doing that time with um, TNT. There is an element, though. I mean, GCW drew well, drew better than WXW on that weekend, didn't they? I think. Yep. Uh, I mean, in a way, uh, there's probably nothing stopping them running independently of WXW. In, to be completely honest, is there? Apart from a venue, I guess. But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. If if they ran in the sense of WXW helped them out, but I, I think there was there's no reason why they couldn't. Um, other wish list item, guess of Wednesday night heat shows, or at least the academy shows carrying on some format. I know they've been workshopping, but like they had the fight forever taping schedule that quickly went out the window. But even with stuff just for a live crowd, you do need these kind of shows for your trainees to get reps on, uh, because otherwise, you know, where else we're going to go? Um, plus, you know, we make a new of the you know, the Gelson Kirshen venue, you know, you had that to you know, do shows in, so yeah. Um, any wish list stuff, or should we just move on to the predictions? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the predictions I, I've seen you, but the, 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 mine were sort of semi tongue in cheek, semi wish list things. But um, yeah, we can sort of go through them. <laughs> so um, I'm surprised if they tweak the autumn festival format next year. No, they did try uh, catch Grand Prix. Obviously, pandemic meant we didn't get the original f- flavor of that. Then. The second time around, it ended up being a condensed mega show, which just did not land. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling that you know, we're going to try something different uh, you know, you know, this, this, for autumn 2024. Um, also fully expect we're going to be getting um, more asks for shotgun archives next year. But I do suspect we're going to experiment more with shotgun name in 2024. Yeah. Maybe not a weekly special, but... Because I mean, you no, know, I know, kind of maybe stolen your thunder a bit, but like the wheel of wrestling shows, you're up to is it fifty eight? We're going to be at by the time we got get past carrot. Yeah, and now, now firmly to the point where, if you're ultra casual fan, you know, you know, back to the roots, carrot, a uh, dead end. You no, know, the ones who just got their own standalone names, and you no, know, and have year and the end of them are the big shows, wheel of wrestling, whatever. For the most part, of the sickles like us, yeah. and I think it's the kind of thing where they do maybe need to get away from that. Even if you do like Road Two and then have you know Shotgun, blah blah blah, maybe have Shotgun your real wrestling standard, but you know, not have it be every non-marquee event. But um, yeah, but yeah, I suspect you know not going to get full full Shotgun archives for various reasons, but the name's going to be used more than just for logs next year. I suspect. Um, I know you did a bit of a Twitter thread. Are there any bits you want to pick off in terms? Yeah, of I'll go. I will just throw ones? them out just just for um, I mean, at least for clarity, so we can go back to this next year. Um, uh, so my thread of baseless predictions for tw- WXW in twenty twenty four. Um, so first of all, I said uh, our sweet boy Oscar is back, and he's in Carrot. He begins ex- his excursion with WXW after nearly two years in Japan. Um, I think that it's uh, well. They usually spend about two years, then go on excursion. That's about right, isn't it? Uh, these days, yeah. No, um, Suji was a couple of years, obviously, after the pandemic. Of always, yeah. um, was a Kosei Fujita. Um, his yeah. excursion is very weird. Like, he's 
been away now he's come back after a few months and uh Iowa, same thing he went on excursion home and he's been back a few times so no I mean, maybe the excursion there's, of the carrot there's 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 no i mean there's not any um uh reason why i mean he could entirely go to he could go to mexico he could go to america he could go to Britain, uh, but I think in my eyes, at least, Oscar 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 Loiber in Carrot would be a big enough name to justify being in Carrot, but it would also be a great homecoming for him, I think. Yeah. Um, we mentioned sort of a WXW, uh, sorry, Shotgun. Um, obviously, I think that the format for WXW, we love wrestling. We, I don't love it. I think neither do you, really. Um, I think that Shotgun returns at least on a seasonal trial basis in the sense of uh, like we had Shotgun 2020 where it was maybe sort of a, a summer a summer series. I, I think that could possibly work. Um, so Shotgun does come back. Um, as part of that, the Shotgun Lottery comes back in because uh, I think it's just a great format. It, it's the best way to do that title, I think. Um, but also um, as part of Shotgun, because you need the storylines, uh, I think you have Melanie Gray uh, come in as sporting director. I think she's been someone I've sort of banged the drum, as, drum for as a... Um, she's always been a great... Even if she's not wrestled, she's, she was still a part of Shotgun 2020. Um, and I think she's a great sort of... Um, sort of non-wrestler uh, in that sort of sense. Um, and actually today, uh, Melanie Gray did say she was up for that. So <laughs> she did She did say that she was up for that. So that's quite cool. Um, Hagfest, I had uh, MK Ultra. If they're still around, uh, they do Hagfest. So that's Masha and Kelly. I think that would be a good team to have in there. The current Knockouts Tag Team Champions, I believe, in, T- in Impact Wrestling, or TNA as it will be. Uh, the other one I had was uh, Axel Tischer, uh, working face um, after the summer. I think because he's basically everyone just knows he's great. You might as well just lean into that. Uh, and by the summer, uh, there's a Ring Camp reunion tour at World Tag Team Festival uh, with Timothy Thatcher returning. Um, and they do a limited run of Ring Camp tees, beanies, scarves, tote bags, all sorts of things. And that just makes millions of euros because that that just would happen. <laughs> Uh, and I think that was, oh the other one I had was uh, my bold prediction like I had with Dreisker I think Icarus wins the world title next year because I think um, I've sort of said to you in my eyes Icarus apart from Axeman Icarus is the best wrestler in WXW sort of from in terms of ring work he can do all the different styles he can do the shoot wrestling he can do the high flying stuff he can do the power stuff he can hardcore wrestle his emotive sort of the emotions he can do in the ring and you know his his facials are second to none and he can cut a really decent promo as well he's got a great look i think he has to he has to he has to get at least a a good if he doesn't win the title he has to have a good 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 program a big main event program this year and i think you could do Icarus Tisha you could do Icarus Dreisker i suppose um I think there's a lot of there's a lot of legs in Icarus as a singles person. And I think he could, if if we was to let's work on the idea that we may lose Axeman the next year, it could happen. He could get signed by someone, and he should. Icarus would be a great person to have, sort of on that second tier, ready to step up into the top tier. Yeah, I think yeah. with you no, know, if you know, we've been maybe musing with Amboss explodes at some point for the next twelve months. That's the obvious feud. No, all respect to uh, Lawrence Roman. No, 
Icarus being required one of the background. Okay, he's been you know, tag champion a few times, but you no, know, they've done the you no know, Lawrence Roman's been in Dreisker's face a lot, so you'd expect you know if and when Ambos does blow up, it's Icarus's turn to stand up or we'll see where they go, but we'll check in 12 months' time, see if we are anywhere near as accurate this year as we were last. Um hey, power force come true, it's gonna be a hell of a year anyway. Yeah, I mean that was a little bit of wishful thinking, I think, on all that. I think if, if uh, the, as I would say, I think if that whole happens, we'd be so damn back. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people would be. I think that's that's that. If if half of those things happened, uh, I think it would be like, yeah, we're back to we would be back to some good good sort of crowds later in the year. And that's uh, 2024, so we've got one final show this year. Uh, that's of course the 23rd anniversary show after Turbine Hall and Oberhausen on Saturday, December 23rd. Uh, they've announced a 10-match card, uh, a slightly early start, because we're going to start with the uh, the you know, 10-bell salute for Absolute Andy and a couple of five Trevor matches for any main card. Uh, announced so far, as we record on Wednesday night, we have, of course... Robert Dreisk against Masha Slamovich in the Unified World Wrestling and Women's World title unification match. Mike DeVecchio against Michael Oku. Eichel Blanc against Joseph Fennec Jr. Axel Tischer, Anil Marek and Tristan Archer against Sebastian Hackel, Mikhail Schenkenberg and Nikita Charisma. Uh, Dennis Dolnick and Hector against Lawrence Roman and Icarus for the tag titles. Uh, Paige Tahani against Fast Time Mudo. And announced for the fight forever matches, we have uh, Michelle Green against Jane Nero. Uh, also on the card, but unannounced, we've got Bobby Guns, Maggot, Baby Allison, Levaniel, and Jern Simmons. So we're going to have at least well, got three matches left to announce, and you know, both will be involved in one way or another. Uh, after Fashion of New Year, January 20th, 2024, at the Turbine Hall for Back to the Roots, uh, more than likely the Kfig Schlag, Joe, uh, judging by the uh, cage has been in the graphics. Always is traditions. Well, 2015, we had the street fight and Matt then hopped into the Kfig Schlag, but we'll see where that goes. You'd expect whatever they do is going to be a pretty quick turnaround, uh, stuff based on the shotgun vlog. So we'll, of course, cover that in the new year. On February 9th, at the Mark Tall in Hamburg for Dead End 2024, we've got a 16 carat gold qualifier with Leon Slater against Mike D. And we also had announced this past week Peach Tahani against Eigel Blanc. Uh, February 10 at the Foreman Bielefeld, it's a Wheel of Wrestling slash Road 16 Carat Gold. They've usually done like a Road to Carat Qualifier thing, so expect you know, the last if, or one of if not the last, last name there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, February 24th, it's a Wheel of Wrestling Live non-taped event at the Event Hall Airport and Overtraveling. March 2nd for Hubert Arena and Bad Sackingen. And then Carat Time, uh, about two and a bit months out. Uh, Festival passes have gone apart from VIP will be pushing that uh, this afternoon and Rose 4 and 5 if you want 2 month passes um, standing room only at this point while if you get single show tickets it's standing room only for carrot uh, matinee shows you can get anything but front row so yeah if you, you know looking to maybe treat yourself after Christmas you know, just be aware that's pretty much where you can you know you can be left with uh, row 4 or 5 or pretty much standing pretty much for carrot there's no bad experience. You do, do what you can. No, no, I mean, I know it was, a, I mean, obviously, Carrot this year, they went absolutely bonkers with the LED set. Like, it was almost like the old, old-school NXT layout. They have said they're going back to the old... It's going to be a bit more stripped back, and there will be a standing area, like a... Uh, and a video like, screen. Like a terrace, almost like a terrace. So, 
So I mean, I know we're doing um, the video screen again, so it's not going to be a case of you know if, if you're not not tall and getting late, you're not going to see anything. We're going to be doing the video screen again, so you will see stuff. Um, yeah, you no know, turn passes, you no know, say in fast passes still there, just obviously reduced numbers. Um, and if you're heading over in the new year, of course we will see you there. But Mike Vass can do for another episode and another year. No, we don't do this, and we may as well script this part out because hey, every little helps. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to us and whatever podcast app you use. And I know the Google Podcast that's being killed off, so we're not going to shout that out. But if you use Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, leave a review, five stars or bust. Um, if you listen on YouTube, subscribe and thumbs up button. That'll get us out to a few more people. You know, if the algorithm listens to us. Um, otherwise, and I'm going to hold us to this mic. It's circles, arrows, and shocked faces in the thumbnails, and nobody oh, wants no. that. No, we're not. We're not doing those. Or even like well, slow zoom ins to uh, low low risk pictures of people. But not you bad. have to cut, you have to up my cut of the proceedings if you make me do shocked faces. Fifty percent of zero is still zero, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, social media, you're at Mike Clibby on pretty much everything, even if we're not using yeah. it. Uh, yes. At Ian Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky Threads, uh, Big Back Body Drop on Twitter or Back Body Drop on the rest. And yeah, Mike, that was 2023. Um, you're off to uh, Dusseldorf this weekend and then... Well, this weekend, I'm not going to watch Dockers Wrestling and Alex Kane. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just, I'm just going... I'm going to the um, uh, the Christmas markets. Actually, uh, it's very un unlike me, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going. I'm off to Düsseldorf for the weekend. So, oh, if say if you if you're around Düsseldorf, give me a shout and I'll maybe buy you an out there. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well, hopefully, your signal's much better than when I was around uh, that part of the world a few years back. But yeah. enjoy your time, Düsseldorf. Have a great Christmas time, and we'll see all of you in the new year. Throw Vine Acton and. Uh, I forget what the Happy New Year's in German. We'll see you in New Year. Yeah. Joy's New Year. See you in New Year, guys. Cheers. Cheers.